astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Hi, Kate. How are you today? I'm good. Uh, We have some exciting news for you guys today. We actually have another guest on our podcast today, so we will be introducing her shortly. And Mm. today kicks off, this is crazy, that it's going to kick off the third season of us going through the 12 zodiac signs. So here we are. That almost seems unbelievable to me. That's what I I know. (laughs) That is absolutely right. This is the third episode we've had. Obviously, we talk about each of the signs as the sun moves into that sign. We get through all 12 signs and we start over again. Well, this is the third time we have an episode dedicated to Aries. Exactly. So, of course, we want to change it up. You know, last year we brought in the moon cycles. We brought in some tarot. And we thought, how can we teach Aries in a little bit of a different manner. Um, We've also used the holidays to teach about the different signs. And so we thought we would switch it up and talk about healing modalities that fit fit into each of the Zodiac signs. And it's a way for our listeners to learn more about that energy. Because even if you aren't an Aries, we all have Aries in our chart. Even if you don't even have any planets sitting in Aries, Aries still occupies one of the houses. So we all have that energy within us. Right. And our guest today, you know, she's not an Aries, but she clearly uses uh, uh, Aries energy for her healing modality. So we'll talk about that in a second here. But I wanted to talk, I just insert here, most people into astrology who appreciate it, who understand it, who relate to it they really are getting a healing of some sort. There is a little bit of therapy in astrology. Um, And I I have people tell me all the time, just being validated, just having, having said something or particularly for things that have happened in the past to say, you know, that was a difficult time. You know, that you should have had some major disruptions in your home or in your partnerships. And they just, there's an instant sense of relief that somebody else can see that 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 was their time to go through this redefining of their lives. So there's some healing in that process. Well, I love the example that you put in our notes about when you go to the doctor thinking, okay, I have an infection and the doctor agrees. Yes, there is an infection present. Does it take the infection away? No, but that word validation comes up where it's like, oh, I can rest, like I'm not dying, or it's not cancer, it's not, right? And even with the astrology chart, I agree, I have clients say that all the time where they call maybe for the predictive side of things. And then afterwards, they're saying that first part of the call, when we just went over the natal chart, and you were telling me about these lifelong themes, that maybe meant more because it just validated what I've been through in my life. 
you know, I had a good example just this past week. I, those that have been listening to the podcast know I'm particularly focused on January 13th birthdays. And I had a great conversation with someone that I've known for decades. Uh, and she's uh, very interested in astrology. But we, I got on the line with her and talked about two major dates in her life that she has experienced something similar to what she's going through currently. And it just, it was so black and white. It was so clear. It almost made, well, of course you're going through this now, right? (laughs) Anyhow, it was, it just, it, and I can't speak for her how she actually felt about it, but, um, you know, I could tell that, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm ready for it. Let's do it again, you know? So it is interesting. So astrology is a healing modality. Uh, Today, though, we're going to be talking about Aries and about a modality that would complement the Mars energy that we think of when we think of Aries. Yeah, I love that. And I also love that we're going to be able to feature, um, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be primarily women. Um, We don't have the full calendar for the year yet, but I love the idea that we get to collaborate with other people who have, I'm going to say small businesses or their own practices. And we get to highlight, highlight, you know, other people out there using these maybe unusual healing modalities that people haven't tried, or maybe even people shy away from. I know sometimes when we say astrology, people are all about it. And other times they're like, Oh, Oh, sometimes the room gets very quiet. Exactly. And I might assume with our guest today, um, uh, you know, she's an acupuncturist and that there could be some people that might really shy away from her work as well thinking, Oh, I I hate needles (laughs) or, um, or I'm kind of scared, right? It seems intriguing. So we'll definitely talk with her about that as well. Um, anything else we want to talk about, Mom, before we bring in our guest? I just want to make it clear for someone who's been listening. Today, we're going a little bit beyond sun sign astrology. Yes. Because we have a real a real person we're, we're excited to talk with. And so we have her chart. And uh, so we're going to explore the chart a little bit beyond sun sign astrology. We don't have to just refer to her as a generic sign. Now we're going to, we actually see the chart. So it'll go a little bit deeper today. Yes. So with that said, um, we have Heather Roderick here with us today. She is um, an acupuncturist licensed by the state and recognized by the National Certification Commission for Acupuncture and Oriental Medicine. And she is also a Las Vegas resident here with us. So we are so excited to have Heather on. We're going to bring her in and let her give an introduction to what she does. Hi, my name is Heather Roderick. I am an acupuncturist, a doctor of oriental medicine in Henderson. I focus on women's health and fertility specifically, but I do tend to treat a lot of my um, patients' husbands for their shoulder injury or whatnot, but I do focus on fertility. And then um, once I get them pregnant, well, not me specifically, <laughs> but my, my treatment. No, there's yeah. a <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I support them during their pregnancy when things pop up. And then um, when they're about 38 weeks, I like to say I send eviction notices. Oh. Hey. Oh. I, <laughs> now you threw me a curve, Heather. I did yes. know nothing about your fertility expertise. That yes. is fantastic. Well, that's part of my story. It helped me. Um, I was told that I was never going to have children. And I used to identify with being a type A, but now I can say it's the Leo energy in me. Um, But uh, I didn't take that for an answer. So I found a modality that 
in fact, healed my um, fertility challenges. And now I have two little babies. Well, they're five and six now. Oh, my God. They're still babies. <laughs> yeah, oh always babies. God. Yeah. And interesting um, that one of my biggest referral sources is a fertility medical doctor. So wow. they're starting to realize that there is something about it. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Kate, I got to jump in here. No, I know. So, <laughs> it's it's a wild here because <laughs> so we're talking the sign of Aries in honor of Aries season here. So Heather just said that she focuses. I we got we I was thinking, OK, the needles there. We talk about Aries oftentimes being good with tools. Right. Yes. In the, you know, but sharp objects, knives, things of that nature. Uh, someone who draws blood for a living. Right. Here we have someone who putting needles. And so I thought, oh, well, there's the Mars energy right there. Yeah. But you took it two, three steps further when you now focus on fertility because Aries rules springtime. Mm. Right. It yeah. rules the little, the little, you know, um, little seedling popping through like the pregnancy popping up the little belly that starts to show, oh, she's pregnant. Oh, the little seed is blooming or coming up, breaking the soil. Yeah. Very Mars, very Mars. And here she is facilitating new beginnings. Yeah. What's Aries. interesting as well in Chinese medicine, um, spring time is uh, the liver is very responsive. It's the liver time in Chinese medicine. Oh. And usually women with fertility issues have liver uh, qi stagnation, or that's where their fertility tends to get, um, need some assistance. So that's oh pretty cool, that correlation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I was thinking too, because prior to, and you, I don't know if you kind of answered the question about how you got into it exactly. I understand that maybe it was something that you went through personally and then, you know, decided to go from there. But, you know, before the call, mom and me had a bet because you have Uranus at the very top of your chart conjuncting that 10th house. Mm. And so mom was thinking, oh, maybe you like stumbled into it because I did be actually stumble okay. into it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, well, and what's funny is I used to be a licensed vet tech in emergency medicine, and that's like drawing blood, needles. Oh, you okay? And then I was I moved to San Diego, and um, I was doing a practice. <laughs> I was working in nuclear medicine, and I'm like, well, I can't get pregnant playing with radiation. Oh, yeah. So then I um, stumbled upon my acupuncture school and decided I was going to work on healing my fertility. Wow. Well, you know, amazing. Uranus is known as the birthing planet. The glyph almost looks as if like a, you know, a woman was kind of crouched down and you have the circle coming out almost like the baby's crowning. So I, I just thought it was interesting, you know, having that strong Uranus at the top of her chart as well and having that, that focus on the fertility side of things. Well, in addition, again, now this is a lot of education, but if people who want to learn astrology, this is a key thing. The planet Uranus in a chart rules uh, intervention, intervening with the body, man intervening with the physical body to facilitate or obviously to terminate a pregnancy. Yeah. So you, this is your highest planet, Heather, in your chart. And here you do, here you are, facility, you learned a uh, um, profession, you learned a uh, healing modality that allows women to get pregnant. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's even more of, amazing. It's kind of, I, I hate when women are not, they just, 
it you don't have to accept the the no that they've been given. There's other ways. Yeah. Well, I also think it's interesting when we look at her Mars because we are talking about Aries today. Uh, you know, Mars and um, Aries that the the rulers of each other, and her Mars sits in Cancer, which sometimes could be a hard placement when it comes to family matters. Mm. But the idea that. Um, your Mars, which is that planet of action, is in Cancer, and Cancer rules the family. Uh, you know, so even the fact that like you worked with pets, and now you're working with people help, helping them create family, I think well, that could be a very nice fitting. Being, I was, I tell people all the time, like being, like my my favorite thing in the world is to be a mom. I just love oh, it. Wow. I just love it. It's like my wow. favorite thing. <laughs> Well, you know, other than Mars in Cancer, Cancer would rule the womb, mm. right? And Mars, again, is Mars can be a pushy energy, right? We know Aries like not, not necessarily they want to be first, like in a real egomaniac way, but they always are pushing for what's the next thing? Let's take action. Let's do something. And that's, of course, totally reflective in, in how you wound up, you know, in acupuncture. Let's resolve an issue. Let's solve it. Let's not just say, oh, that's what they said, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Mars. I always more, tell that to people. Yeah. You don't have to accept that answer. Yeah. Wow. That is, you must give people a tremendous amount of hope. Yeah, I mean, believing in themselves, you know, it's it's hard sometimes when you're hearing an authority figure, i.e. a doctor. Yes. Say, no, this isn't going to happen. Yes. Yeah, it does feel good. Yeah. And it's true, but you don't. There's tons. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that might be some of my Aquarius rising, too. Well, yes, the Aquarius rising definitely uh, is alternative, generally alternative thinking. Mm-hmm. Whether you're gently saying, well, let's reframe this. Let's think about this in a different manner. Right. But an Aquarian rising uh, can be, you know, they can stand out. People can think you're controversial about mm. what you're saying or how you're doing it. Yes. I've got one thing I'd like to point out about Heather's chart is it's a very simple method for looking at a chart, but to see where the majority of planets are sitting in a chart. So if, just to make it simple, I'm going to say, okay, are the mo- majority of the planets on the left-hand side of the chart or are they on the right-hand side of the chart? And right. Heather is definitely majority from on the right-hand side of the chart. And that generally represents somebody who can be a consultant because they're immediately putting themselves in their friends or their clients' shoes mm-hmm. and thinking, what do they need? Rather than saying, I have the answer. This is how you need to do it. You know, kind of like sit down and shut up. This is what we're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know you wouldn't use that language, Heather. No. But, you know, the idea is <laughs> you're yeah. very prone to being um, empathetic, sympathetic. Mm-hmm. So here we're talking about a profession with needles. And now we're talking the word caring and loving and uh, considerate about how my client is feeling. Yeah. That's a nice cocktail. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's very validating, like you said. Yeah, it makes absolutely. me feel good. I asked that to Kate once. Why are all my charts in one side? Am I going to die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Heather, do you have a favorite thing about your chart? Um, I just re- I do identify with being a Leo, like pretty mm-hmm. seriously, and I have a lot of Leo in my chart. Yeah, she does. <laughs> 
And like, I kind of wear it like a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I'm a Leo. <laughs> you're a double Leo. <laughs> your moon and your sun is in Leo. Um, and I'm getting to really get um, acquainted with my Aquarius rising. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I really just like navigating like, oh, that it was going to happen either way. I just like knowing like, oh, that's why that was like a rough week. And yeah. like the next I'm working on some business expansions, which is exciting. But I kind of waited until like March 6th because that's like 18 months of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just kind of as a Leo, I can get excited and pull the trigger quickly. So I've been using it to kind of slow my roll. Yeah. And, um, you know, learn when I should just rest and think of ideas and then when to move forward. Right. Well, and because you're that Aquarius rising and your sun and your moon are opposing it because they're in Leo, that Saturn energy has, you know, it was opposing your moon and now it's about to hit your ascendant and then it's going to be opposing your sun. So you, you know, you're under a long stretch of restructuring Mm -hmm. things, which, you know, when we were talking before, I can hear it in all of the things that you're up to. Yeah. So So, I have a question for you, Heather. So um, the pins, the needles. Yes. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because that that is the Aries part, right? That you're sticking sticking people. Yes. Um, (laughs) And it's funny. Does anyone ever say, ouch? (laughs) Um, My hairdresser um, kicks me once in a while. Okay. Just because they're, it's not painful, but it, if you're deficient in your body, some points are more tender. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So acupuncture creates balance um, through clearing stagnations and tonifying deficiencies in your body. So creating balance in your body creates balance in your life. But I ask you questions, formulate a treatment plan based on the channels, um, or, you know, some language is naughty, chakras, um, how, whatever your language is, but really it's just balancing the energy in the body. So if I came into your office, Mm -hmm. would there be like a major display of needles and pins, like a (laughs) massive display? (laughs) No, they're all would it be like all of like kept in drawers? Oh yeah, yeah. Pulled out when the person's not seeing them. I mean, what? How? Um, How? I guess I think everyone wants to know that. Are they? Are they sitting there with you, sitting like you just pulled off? You know, twenty five little needles, and now you're one by one sticking them in, and they're watching you do it. Or is there? Are you generally laying down, and you really don't? see it you just feel it um correct uh you look come in we do a consultation um you change every week every day you're a different version of yourself so we have to make sure what version you are in and then i um, form a treatment plan and either face up or face down depending what you need that day um then they're all single sterile use needles and then I have tons of patients who are terrified of needles. And I <laughs> I try to uh, break the ice and say, like, okay, well, you can close your eyes. I'll just look. <laughs> mm-hmm. So typically you don't even feel it. They say, oh, that was it. And okay, wow. so typically it's I have a very gentle touch. And really my patients don't even feel the needles. But they um, – and then depending what they need, I do cupping, gua sha, um, herbal medicine – 
if they need it. And then um, really the most benefit is they feel relaxed. And through the pandemic, I've been seeing a lot of stressed out people. So really that calming your emotions, getting you to sleep, and then your body can heal and regenerate. Wow. So does someone, do you recommend someone be in pain before they come to see you? Or do you, no. have, you have to be in pain to, to get the benefit of it? Or well, <laughs> I typically see the people who are in pain, and then we do consistent treatments um, until uh, consistently until we get them to monthly maintenance. And then I tell, you know, it's kind of like your chiropractor, your massage therapist, and then they come in and I, I say, all right, you ready for your oil change? And so <laughs> okay. just kind of tune up what they need. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of patients, they can tell like, oh, it started doing this, but I knew my appointment was tomorrow. Okay. All right. So, so maybe I, I missed it, but do you, when you put the needle in, do you keep the needle in for like mm-hmm. how long? They rest. Um, so I put the needles in. It's on a nice uh, massage table. Um, my business partner is very much in a comfort, so we have a really nice room, calming, and um, I leave the needles in for 25 minutes, and I leave the room and let you rest, but you have a call button that you can call me if you need, so you okay. kind of meditate and relax. I may, <laughs> I tell people, well, here's your forced nap. It's time yeah. to... That's cool. And I actually have woken a few people up, and I didn't want them to, freak, you know, get startled and start slashing around with needles in. But typically, people are just leave yeah. very relaxed. So if someone, because we're moving into Aries season, mm-hmm. if I know we taught you, you talked today about your, um, uh, what do I want to say? Like the fertur- the fertility side of your business. Mm-hmm. But if someone wasn't interested in fertility, what would you, like, is there kind of like a go-to thing that you might suggest for Aries, maybe something that's more focused on the head, like, so needles more on like the face or I don't know, the scalp or something that would be good for energy or someone that was saying, I'm just lacking p- some passion right now or some, some, I need to be more active. That um, Yes. So that's interesting that you said that there's a point on the top of the head um, called do 20 that brings clear yawn or clear energy to the head. And it's usually for people who have fatigue or okay. foggy brained. Yeah. And so a lot of my, um, I have, a, I do have a good amount of men that I treat and a lot of them are just work, you know, I foggy brained have to okay. brain. Yeah. Yeah. So Aries rules the head, you know, and so I just thought, wow, that would be just kind of interesting way to use the energy to maybe book a treatment that activated, you know, different points on the head, or of course, just using the needles because we're in that very Mars energetic action season um, as we go through the next 30 something days. Yeah. This has been fascinating, Heather, because um, one of the other interesting things about your chart, okay, we focused on um, your Mars by the way, your Mars is in Cancer, and Cancer rules your work environment. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big jump to go, oh, do you deal with sharp things at work? Do you handle knives? So that would be the, a simple thing that one might think about. Or needles would be a, easily a second thing, which would cover a lot of different occupations in the medical field that might deal with needles. Um, so there should be something pioneering because it's Mars. Aries is pioneering. So here you are, as you admittedly say, you're a very strong Leo, but Aries dominates your work environment. 
So there you go. You're in a field that most people think is unusual and innovative. You know, so innovative that you have to explain yourself, I'm sure, and show yes. certification, you know, before to build that relationship up. But you are it's such a clear demonstration of this, looking at that Mars ruling that sixth house, which we associate with how you work, how you serve. But on top of all that, Heather, you have what we call an out-of-bounds Mars. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to get into the technical side of it, but it, it, planets can be what we call out-of-bounds, out of their ordinary pattern. Obviously, planets do go out uh, from time to time, and um, this is just not everyone, that's for sure. It's in the minority. So when you have an unaspected Mars, this is someone who's generally more direct, and I don't mean mean like that for direct, but clear stated. This yes. is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. This is going to take 10 minutes. This is going to take 20 minutes where you kind of lay things out that this is the plan. Yes. And of course, unaspected Mars, I mean, it's, I, I'm not going to, we're not going to go into this conversation, but I might say, oh, do you have guns at home? Do you, do you have, you know, sharp objects? Do you have things of that nature? Because there could be, there's other ways this is showing in your life, I'm sure, with an out-of-bounds Mars. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, just the needles would definitely fall into it. Needles mm-hmm. would be very obvious one. So um, that's just interesting. Out of bounds, Mars, you can bring you can bring big personalities to you, and that you have to be careful of, you know, because sometimes you get people that are a little bit, you know, um, too assertive, uh, and then you have to kind of manage them, <laughs> you know, protect yourself, so to speak. But anyhow, it is interesting how you are literally so greatly playing out this Aries energy in that work environment. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I, thank you. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mom, why don't we talk about what's in store for Aries? Sure, sure. And then we'll circle back to Heather and we'll have her share um, like how people can get in touch with her. And um, I think she might even have a little special for mom and me listeners. Oh, okay. Perfect. So, uh, so Aries in general, I'm excited for you. I mean, we're talking here, we're in March, and we know good things are happening here through the middle of April. I think most Aries should already have a little bit of a handle on this. But again, that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, I started talking about this a year ago because I was so excited when I saw that it was coming. But now we're in it. It has arrived. And this would be occurring, again, now we're talking sun sign astrology just for everyone, for every Aries. It's happening in their 12th house. Or we could talk about Aries rising. As oh, well. yes. Okay. It could be yeah. Aries rising as well. So so if you're a sun sign of Aries or Aries rising, uh, that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, 23 degrees Pisces is happening in the 12th house. Okay. That's a mouthful. But what yeah. does it mean? What it means, it's releasing energy. It's kind of a joyous energy. Yes. Could it be a goodbye? It could be, but it's the type of goodbye that is beautiful. You know, it's a beautiful experience. It's uplifting. It gives you hope for the future. So yes, there could be, you could be released from something, released from a role, released from, oh, I mean, I'm going to be optimistic here, released from an addiction, you know, Mm -hmm. something that you released out of. Very good uh, on a very mundane level, really good for financial transactions that could be going on. So please, 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 if you've been thinking about doing something to clean up the finances or to make a little bit more money, great time to be pursuing that path. Um, Very good for travel. 
and most importantly, healing therapies. How perfect could this be? Uh, Having Heather here talking about just one that would be very compatible. Yeah. Very compatible with Aries. I was thinking that as well, like just to kind of go with on topic with what we've been talking about today, that if an Aries was trying to get pregnant, that this Jupiter Neptune alignment happening in the 12th house, that they could be getting some answers, like some medical answers, something that maybe even seemed a little bit magical or Mm -hmm. very joyous. Like, how did that happen? Because that 12th house can be a little deceptive. So, you know, they could feel like, oh, my gosh, the veil's been pulled back and now I can see the answer clearly. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Anything else that you want to throw in today, mom, about the, our talk on Aries or Heather's chart? Well, I just wanted to just thank Heather for joining us today. And just, I mean, we did not, and again, I have to say it to the audience here. We did not dial her up and, and have, and go over everything. You know, this (laughs) was, you know, she, she sprung this on me. I don't know if you knew Kate, that she was into fertility. I mean, it's just a beautiful what a kickoff fertility kicking off the Zodiac Aries, which is the new beginning. I, it is pretty wild how it worked out that way. Yeah, it really is. So thank you, Heather. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so Heather, how can mom and me listeners get in touch with you? Um, well, my um, Instagram handle is obacumom. Um, my website's on there, but also my website is www.heatherrodrickacupuncture.com. Um, and my booking and information about acupuncture is on that. And then um, if you mention that mom and me, then I would discount their exam fee. Which, oh, awesome. Uh, Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, yes. um, thank you so much uh, for being on and being our first guest. I know this was kind of perfect, a little yeah. curve <laughs> for mom and me. We went back and forth saying, okay, do we, are we going to do this? Are we not going to do this? So um, I will link Heather's Instagram and uh, website in the comments of the podcast, just so you have the correct spelling on that. And again, m- mention mom and me, and it sounds like there will be a discount for that intake um, session. So thank you so much, Heather, today for joining us. I am going to um, talk about just two classes that I have coming up, and then we're going to close out. Um, But April 2nd, I will be talking at the West Henderson Library in Las Vegas at 1pm. And it will be a class on your sun, moon and rising sign. So kind of like we talked about today, where we're venturing out you're looking to learn more outside of just the sun it does give a basic understanding of understanding those other signs in your chart and then i um, have also been asked to speak on an astrology panel on april 13th at 5 30 p.m pacific uh, time that is a virtual event so the listeners that we have that don't live in las vegas can attend this one Uh, there is a small fee to attend which can be found on my website at uh, the katewind.com. So I would love to see um, any of our listeners present at those two events. And excuse me, Kate, I just want you to clarify something. Uh, Tell them again where that first lecture is going to take place at. Oh, yeah. Um, The West Charleston Library here in Las Vegas. West Charleston. Yes. The West Charleston Library in Las Vegas. Perfect. Yeah. So the first one, the class on April 2nd is in person. It is free to attend. And then the one on April 13th is virtual. Uh, But there is a small fee um, involved there and it will be a panel of other astrologists and readers. Can I make an insert as well? Yeah. 
I'm still looking for birthdays for January 13th. Anyone who has a January 13th or knows somebody and they're willing to talk to me, a private conversation, needless to say, private conversation, again, maybe a 30-minute conversation I'm talking about. Uh, I, I would love to talk to them. So just keep that in mind if you know somebody. They don't have to be a listener of the podcast, but maybe we can convert them over once they talk to me. (laughs) Yeah, right. Awesome. Well, mom is over there doing some intense research, it sounds. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, thank thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Uh, We hope that you learned maybe something about your chart or started to understand Aries season a little bit better with our talk with Heather. And we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.